3: Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Musick. I'm here with my co-founder, Ann Kennedy, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at OutlinesVenture.com. Welcome, Anne.
0: Hey, Jillian. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing very well, thank you. So I wanted to talk
3: today about website user experience. You were recently at conferences where an awful lot of this kind of thing came up in the subject matter, and it doesn't really sound like something a CEO should get in the weeds about, but it certainly is something that should be on a CEO's plate. Let's talk about some of that, that user experience, you know, consider the, the, whether the website is uh, responsive, all of those kinds of things. For the tech companies we're talking to, regardless of what they do for a living, their website is their business. So what did you learn about this?
0: Oh, it's a changing world as it has always been as long as I've been in this business. But the website is the business and I think a lot of times the CEOs don't see it that way. And this is a one point that I would really like them to understand. Their website is their business and the CEOs don't need to know how to code or design the interface. But they do need to be conversant with the best practices, especially when it comes to user experience, which we call UX when we're talking geek. So I wanted to ask you, Jillian, how many startup CEOs have we observed who had no real understanding of what they were getting from their developers, which usually in the beginning with the small companies was outsourced? yeah
3: more than we care to count many ceos begin with an idea they figure they can leave the technology to the technologists they don't have a good sense of the overarching issues from branding to this user experience which is so critically important about how they are communicating with their potential customers where they are finding their customers and so on so i'd say just for example you know if your customers are coming to you on mobile platforms and your website isn't responsive suddenly they that little geeky bit about responsive website has become your problem. You can't sell to people you can't reach. It's just that kind of thing where we we have the sense that the CEOs are not taking quite enough of a deep look at this critical asset to the company.
0: And... We're going to talk a lot in the second segment about mobile websites and responsive because what I've been hearing lately in the last couple of months is some very interesting changes in how that works. But let's go back for a minute. We said that for many businesses, the website is the business as well as the product. So the user experience is the customer experience. Let's tie this back to having a shop when the customers walk in, how much does their experience in the shop affect what or how much they buy? Lots, right?
3: Of course. There's look and feel. Is it up to date? Do I feel confident in here or is it a little seedy? Does it look unprofessional? Does it look low class and low cost and cheap? Does it look high end and expensive and something else, right? And either one is fine depending on what you're trying to sell and to whom. But- it has to be congruent with what you're trying to say, what you're trying to get the customer to feel, not to say, but to feel, right? And then, of course, creating the, how should you say, solidity, comfort, and trust. And when you get to trust, you get the sale.
0: And those are all part of the brand, the comfort, validity, trust. And then can the customer find what they want? I find over and over again on websites, many times with startups, sometimes with bigger websites who should know better, more established businesses, it's not easy to find what you want. And again, thinking about a store, if you walk into a store looking for, I don't know, a quart of milk, and it's buried under 65 other things before you can get your quart of milk, you're not going to buy it there, right? Or you're going to leave pretty upset. So. That's in reason.
3: I think you're absolutely right. But kind of, again, comparing the regular shop or, or a Main Street shop with a shop online. If I'm going for milk at an online grocery store, I better find my milk within three clicks. Right. I better find it right up front. If I'm going into a stroll in store, a Main Street store, you can stick the milk in the back right hand corner. Don't be moving it around a lot. I need to know where to find it. But along the way, you can sell me other stuff. Right? And that's exactly what they do. Don't play those kinds of games online. You make sure that your customers can find what they need. So let's talk about user experience and how that affects sales and really why should well, CEOs be taking a look?
0: Here's the news, the big news. Ta da! There's another reason a good customer experience on your website matters now. The user experience will affect your online visibility, which is another way to say it will affect how well you rank in Google. And we know that even now, ranking in Google still has something to do with whether your website is found or not. We know that being first or second, possibly third in a ranking brings you a hugely larger number of customers than being further down the page or worse on page two or three. So what I've learned, there is now great research from both Marcus Tober of Search Metrics in Berlin and Rand Fishkin of Moz, whom we know very well, that prove Google is now factoring the customer interest and the customer experience into where it will rank your website on the results page.
3: So again, let's take a quick recap of that. If I have lousy user experience, in other words, if my users can't find what they're after and they keep bouncing out of my website because they get frustrated, I actually will rank lower on the search engine result pages. That's as scary as all get
0: out. Yep. And it gets scarier because engagement now matters as to whether Google deems your site worthy of display at the top of their search results. Engagement matters. What is engagement? Engagement is when somebody goes to your site, how long do they stay on pages? Do they click to other pages? Do they have to go back and do another search? Things like that to find what they want. The engagement matters. How well do you hold your visitor's attention? This is all about user experience. And I have to pause for a moment and talk about some of the designers who don't get this and they're still making pretty pages with lots of large graphics and paying no attention to the user experience and the flow of the information architecture. Now that's pretty geeky, I admit. So let me tell you what I heard from Rand Fishkin. These were comments at PubCon. I always give them a shout out because it is the best digital marketing conference on the planet once a year. Google has developed, according to Rand, machine learning. In other words, we're talking about AI now. And what they're using the machine learning to do is to evaluate good and bad search results. What's a good search result? When Google's talking about a good search result, Google means measuring the searcher activity on your pages. That's right. Google is paying attention to what your visitors do on your pages. Scary, huh?
3: Yeah, I was going to say, if they're paying attention, surely the CEO better be paying attention.
0: You got it. Did they click through? How long did they stay? How many pages did they view? Did they have to enter any new queries to find what they wanted? In other words, Google is more interested in what users do on your site than is what is on your site. So I have to tell Mm -hmm. you, the name of this machine learning that they have developed is called smart A S S and the A S S stands for some totally geeky, you know, acronym. Um,
3: <laughs> that's what they that's call it. Wonderful. Yes, they really
0: do. <laughs> so, and so the machine is learning to evaluate this information on the fly. So while you still need really good relevant content and, a search-friendly architecture, now you also need to consider the usability. In other words, whether your visitors will have a great experience on your site or will they be likely to leave. And pay attention, Googlebot is watching and keeping score. So you need to now pay attention to what Google calls query success metrics. The correlation between rankings and Long to short click ratios, the rate of additional searches, which we mentioned, these metrics of user engagement across the domain and on your pages, and how much they're sharing. These all matter.
3: Okay. So again, if we're looking at things like long to short click ratios, what we're really saying is, did we click on a couple of things, get where we're going, and spend some time reading it? Or are we just kind of clicking all over the place and then leaving? So all of those kinds of things make a difference. Next thing would be around the searcher conducting additional and related searches. So if they had to leave and do it again and again, it means they didn't find what they wanted. Wherever they land is the place that Google is most interested in. And finally, if they're sharing your stuff, then they're really saying, hey, guys, I found what we're all looking for. This is it. Again, incredibly good indicators of user experience. These are actually you know, metrics that should be tracked now up at the C-suite.
0: Which is
3: intriguing. It it gets into the weeds. But we should be looking at these things in the C-suite because they will tell you whether or not you're likely to rank well enough in the search engine result pages. That's the Google and Yahoo and Bing searches and so on, right? When people are searching for your product or service. If you can't rank, you can't even say hello to the customer. But now, if you can't say hello to the customer and engage them, you can't rank anymore.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I just want to finish out this segment before we move on to what this has to do with mobile with something that I've been saying for, oh my God, 15 years, that the usability for your visitors is also usability for the search engines. And this has taken on a completely new meaning now as Google's getting more sophisticated about how they measure that. They are not in opposition. A good website is a usable website, and it always has been that way since the beginning of websites more than 20 years ago.
3: It makes all kinds of sense. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about how all of this affects mobile applications and reaching your customers in new ways. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. We'll be right back.
2: More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this.
0: at BruceClay.com.
2: As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at Mach speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com We're back with Julian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy, and welcome back to CEO Coach here.
0: Hi, Jillian.
3: Hey. What are we going to talk about here? Mobile. What's that got to
0: do with the C-suite? Well, let's back up for a minute. What we're talking about is mobile websites and why your CEO should care and what is important to know about creating a responsive website. So I want to take it back up to the top a little bit. We were just talking in the last segment about how important it is to make sure that your website engages your customers. and This is becoming increasingly important to the way that Google ranks your website and makes it visible, that this is being evaluated now by Google with machine learning. So, we now know that a great deal of your business will come through a mobile website. As you said in the beginning, if you, your customers can't find it on a mobile, they can't buy it on a mobile. And we know many, many, many segments of the market. In fact, a, a lot of the market are accessing the web now on mobile devices. So what does the mobile have to do with usability? Well, most of the time the, CEOs and entrepreneurs know that they need to have a responsive website. What is a responsive website? At the very basic, a responsive website is a website that you build that then translates comfortably into a mobile platform so that things render properly on your iPhone or your iPad or your Android so that you don't lose things off the page and the copy and the content come up the way you want it. That's mostly what we're talking about with responsive websites, and that's all perfectly valid. But now we're hearing that the whole point of customer engagement needs to be considered in a different manner when you're talking about a mobile website. And I go back to Marcus Tober of Search Metrics of Berlin, who took a deep dive. With some very, very dense research and very detailed research. And this is what Search Metrics does. And they contribute a lot to the digital marketing industry with the information they develop each year. And what Search Metrics did was they went back and they measured how sites rank compared to how the different factors actually were able to prove what we were talking about before that the ranking factors now include customer engagement. Mm -hmm. This is what he said about mobile. This is the one takeaway I really think is worth considering, and I would like to have everybody consider this. It's not fully developed yet, but when you have a mobile website, you need to understand that by and large, your customers may be doing something different on your mobile site than they would do on your desktop site. Or your laptop site. They may be more ready to transact. They may be further down the sales funnel, whereas at their desk, they may be doing more research. So you can take your responsive website, but you need to tweak it a little bit for the mobile experience to reflect the different expectations of your visitor. In other words, most responsive to me, at least from what I can see, that's being produced now deals with just how the mobile site will look but what's far more important is what it does and this is the same thing that i was saying in the last segment this has always been true for websites what does your website do not how does it look but what does it do because websites are dynamic doing things and nowhere is this more true now than in the use of mobile websites
3: that makes all kinds of sense, and you're absolutely right. Customers on mobile websites want to get things done quickly and on the fly. They may be walking. They may be riding on the bus. They could be hanging out with just a few moments to spare between other activities. It's an entirely different user experience to use a cell phone or a very small mobile platform than it is to use a desktop. At desktop, we spend a lot more time researching. So again, understanding, I think you're right, what to do on your website is huge. So how do you make a responsive website just focus on what needs to get done? Is it really just about selling the product?
0: It depends on what your business is. If you are selling product, then it is about getting them to that product purchase more quickly in the mobile. If it's about content, then one... tactic would be to skip the pretty pictures and put the content first to render Mm -hmm. first on your mobile site. And these are, without getting too much into the mechanical details of how this is done, Mm -hmm. it's more a matter of understanding what your company leadership should be seeing when they look at the website. Totally
3: agree. Just try to get a, a feel so that we have some examples. I would also suggest, for example, that for many of the companies listening here, They would be technology companies. A lot of them are B2B or software and so on. I'd say a good thing to do on your mobile platform is provide a small demo quickly. Absolutely. Showing video that way makes all kinds of sense. We just need to make sure that whatever the user does on a mobile platform, they can do it quickly, efficiently, and without a lot of extraneous information around. It's really about showing one thing at a time. It's a very linear experience. So interesting stuff for CEOs to think about.
0: Yeah, and what I really would like to see our startups and our CEOs do is begin to ask the questions and ask to be shown the results and if they don't look like what we've been describing, ask more questions or find another vendor. Another big thing to avoid on the mobile sites when you go for a response site are large graphics. Yes. Large graphics. A lot of people don't have full bars, you know, they, they don't have the uh, connectivity. This used to be what we said about websites and cafes and desktops, you know. But now That's you right. say it about mobile. There's sometimes you're walking around with just two bars, or instead of five, you know. And right. so it needs to load fast. But more importantly, the it needs to get you to what you you want your customers to do more quickly.
3: Makes total sense. So again, as you're thinking about this as a C-level person, you're not thinking necessarily about you know, the, the minutiae of the content being provided. What you want to say is, what is my customer likely to be doing if they're hanging on to a mobile platform, which could be sm- as large as a laptop, Oh, excuse me, not a laptop, but as large as a tablet and maybe as small as a handheld phone, right? What are they likely to be doing as they pick up that phone and they start searching for me? And the answer might be getting a cup of coffee riding a bus or a train to work, hanging out even at a stoplight. They shouldn't be doing it, but they might be. Right? It gives you an idea of how many seconds you've got to get the information across to the person who has just looked you up. And how can you most effectively get that information across? Those are the overarching strategic questions. Then you can figure out what goes inside it. Then you just hand that off to your marketing team, whether in-house or outsourced. And you say, that's the questions you have to answer for me. Show me my answers.
0: And exactly. You can
3: take from the best of them.
0: And when it comes to vendors, as we well know, I mean developers, there are different degrees of expertise in development. I would caution our c level people to n- not always go cheap, because you may need to pay for experience yes. to make sure that you get yes. get what you really need.
3: Right. Experience and expandability makes all kinds of sense. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, I'm going to ask you some hot tips that you've learned over these last months, Anne, to help CEOs understand how to think about uh, their website at general, the mobile presence in particular, and, of course, understanding how to hire around this, if you will, responsiveness issue. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back.
2: More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com.
3: Internet Marketing, Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit InternetMarketingInc.com.
2: Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop
1: shop for all your PPC needs.
2: Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. We're back with Julian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: And welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian, and I'm here with my partner, Ann. Ann, have you got some hot tips for us?
0: I sure do, Jillian. But first, I'm going to say that both of the presentations from Rand Fishkin and from Marcus Tober are available online. I'll make sure that the links are up on our Facebook page so that people who do want to see this more in depth can uh, have a look at at what this uh, research showed, what the takeaways were. But to recap real quick, the first hot tip is understand that Google is now looking at customer engagement in order to rank your website and prepare for it. And how are you going to do that? You're going to, as you said, Jillian, start tracking the metrics of customer engagement at the C-level. In other words, time on page, clicking around pages, asking new queries. You're going to track all that. Make yourself a dashboard. Make sure those are in the reports that you're getting, not just about visitors and sales and conversions, but all of this inner data because those are going to affect how well your site is made visible by Google hmm that's, that's all kinds tip of Tip number sense. one. Okay. Tip number two. When you are going to create your mobile website, you, of course, want to have a responsive website rather than, in many cases, it's better than making a separate mobile website, and it's also easier to manage your content. So that's a good thing. But when you go to create your mobile website, be sure to consider what your customers might want to do on a mobile website that is different from what they might do sitting at a desktop. Consider the time they have and consider how you can streamline the experience because mobile almost always equates to less time for the the transaction and also being more ready to transact. So what you want to do is be sure to go and consider what your customer expectation is going to be when they're on their smartphone or their iPad as opposed to when they're at their desktop.
3: Makes all kinds of sense to me. And now for your last and hottest tip, Anne, what have you got?
0: I think it's very important to consider when you are looking at vendors for both your website and your responsive website, that you look at vendors who are producing the kind of websites that meet the criteria we've just outlined in this program. There are all kinds of developers out there with different degrees, if we will, of experience in this and don't always shop by price.
3: That makes a total sense. But if I'm not just shopping for price and I'm still strapped for cash, let's balance that. What should I be looking for?
0: You should be looking for a developer who can build websites that engage customers. Okay, so are looking for a
3: portfolio. Okay.
0: Yeah, look for a portfolio. You should look for a developer who can explain to you exactly how this is going to work. That is sometimes difficult for engineers. We know this. But mm-hmm. a good developer will be able to tell you what they're going to do and why so that you as a CEO can understand it. And you don't have to know how to do this, but you need to know what to look for. I
3: totally agree. And one last bit I'd say is make sure that they're listening to you carefully. and You can sort that out by, again, what they present to you once you've given them, if you will, the brief that says, this is what I'm trying to accomplish with my customers. This is how they will be finding me. This is how many seconds I have before I've captured their attention or they're on to their next activity. Show me how you could engage them, both on a desktop and on a mobile device, and tell me then what that costs. It helps you to have that kind of dialogue with your providers so that you can make wise decisions. You say, well, look, I can't afford all of this fancy stuff. But if your developer can say what you can afford... They come up with better ways to make it work in the beginning, and then you can iterate over time. So that's it for CEO Coach on this Monday morning. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iHeart, Stitcher, and iTunes, and so many other places around the web. Find links about this show and many more on facebook.com coach Podcast. We hope you'll stop by, you'll hit the like button so we know you are out there, and you can tell us more about what you'd like to hear at CEO Coach. We'll try to make that happen for you. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. You can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week.